Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I was going to talk about a movie, and then I thought, I had this memory about nine years ago. It was overcast, it was Sunday, and I was driving, and I had this song on. I'm going to try it, so take a guess at who this is. Sending off a glancing kiss to those who claim they know. Below the streets a streaming hiss, the devil is in his hole. All to sail away to sandy lands and other days. That, of course, is Achilles' last stand, Led Zeppelin. There is a magic, there is a, there is a drive. That's why I love to drive to the sounds of Led Zeppelin, not so much that they unfortunately use those songs in car commercials. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a big... But hey, you know, people, people want to get paid, and sometimes they do it in the name of the art. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, I was talking to a group of individuals, the LNC and Clubhouse, and they mentioned a film that I love that has so many different... mm, it's It's about friendship, but it's also a love story. Okay. takes place in the 1930s a really great cast based on Fanny Flagg's The Whistle Stomp Stop Cafe yeah you know what I'm talking about I know you know what I'm talking about here we go
Here you are, my damn Lisa Fiend. Well, why did you do that? You could have been killed. I'm sorry. Don't you want the honey? Got it just for you. It's all right. I do it all the time. I never get stung. Honest. Don't be mad at me, Ruth. Budgie, I'm not mad at you. No fooling. Is it bad what I did? No. I thought it might be crazy or something. No, no. No, I've heard there were people who could charm bees. I've just never seen it done before today. You're just a bee charmer. Is your thread good? That's what you are. A bee charmer. You want to taste it? And that is a scene from Fried Green Tomatoes, directed by John Advent, uh, based off of Fanny Flagg, uh, her novel, um, The Whistle Stomp Cafe. Yeah. And it is, an, it is an amazing film. Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, Mary Stewart Masterson, Mary Louise Parker. This is before Weeds. Cicely Tyson, the late Cicely. I loved Cicely Tyson. So, this was an interesting story. You got Kathy Bates meeting Jessica Tandy's character, and then she dives right into Ruth and Iggy and their story. Now, if you listen to that story, you got to watch the film was released 30 years ago on December 27th, 1991. 1991 was an interesting year for women in film. You have Fried Green Tomatoes, you have Thelma and Louise, and you have Jodie Foster in The Silence of the Lambs, Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, where women are, are at the forefront in these stories. And they take the law into their own hands. They take their lives and change them for the better into their own hands. And the same could be said about Fried Green Tomatoes and Kathy Bates' character and her evolution throughout the film because she's inspired by Ruth and Iggy. Now, let's, let's get to, first of all, if you've ever heard of Vito Russo, he had the film. Well, he wrote the book, The Celluloid Closet, and it was later turned into a documentary talking about gays and lesbians and bisexuals and transgendered in the film industry for centuries and how their stories were often watered down for mainstream audiences. Now it is the mainstream. It's weird, but yeah. So this film is based off of a novel and there's differences between the novel and the film. Now, a lot of people aren't going to like what I'm going to say because this is controversial and they, and they like Fried Green Tomatoes for, for 
personal reasons because it makes them feel good. But unlike the novel, the film does not make the lesbian romance between the two central characters explicit, instead leaving the relationship between Iggy and Ruth ambiguous. The DVD contains an audio commentary in which the director acknowledges the relationship and points out that a scene between Iggy and, Ridge and Ruth engaging in a food fight was intended to be seen as symbolic lovemaking. At the time of the film's debut, it was criticized by reviewers and activists for what was seen as a glossing over the lesbian relationship. It won an award from the Gay and Lesbian Alliance against defamation for best feature film with lesbian content. The film shows examples of discrimination against African Americans, women, and people living with disabilities, but the examination of sexuality-based prejudice through a robust lesbian plot, as found in the novel, is made more ambiguous. Though in the book, Iggy and Nini are two separate characters, at the end of the film, it is largely hinted that they are one and the same, although this runs counter to Nini's early comment that I was practically adopted by the thread goods. I married Iggy's brother, Cleo. Additionally, the film has Ruth being in love with Buddy Threadgood, Iggy's brother. Okay. So, it's, it's, it is a feel-good film, but there's a lot going on in this film. And I thought we would talk about that. Uh, I had recommended it to the LNC. And I thought, let's just go over to Kathy Bates. Because really, this is Kathy Bates' character, Evelyn, looking for inspiration. And how Jessica Tandy's character gives her that inspiration. Here we go. Is it is it this one? I <laughs> There's a, there's so many great scenes in this film. I mean, come on. Here we go. You tell me what's bothering you, sure. Some hormones. 
Maybe some of them stress have some before for good measure. Really? Is that all? Sure, honey. You get yourself some hormones. And then you get out of the house and get a job. And so that is oh, the late, the effervescent Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy had a film career later in life. Okay, she had done films, but she was more of a stage actress. You know, she originated the role of Blanche Dubois on Broadway in A Streetcar Named Desire. With Marlon Brando and was not in the film version. Instead, Vivian Lee was. Now, Fried Green Tomatoes, I could play you all the scenes, but we don't have that kind of time. And this is a really great scene from the film. It's it's such a it's such an effervescent moment. They would always play that in the ads to promote the film where they're like, are you crazy? Face it, girls, I'm older and I have more insurance. I always thought she said I have better insurance. So there's moments like that in fried green tomatoes. Tomatoes, but my grandfather was from the South. So, you know, he say fried green tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know if he ever watched the film. I think he did. Because well, he mentioned one time, he says, oh, I like fried green tomatoes. Uh, you know, there was always, people always try to say, oh, I try not to say warsh. What, what's wrong with that? They That it's not... Oh, that's not... You know, even people in the South would try to rid themselves of saying warsh. My grandfather said it, all, said it all the time. I mean, he didn't need to make apologies for who he was. Uh, oh, here we... Do we want to play? This is, this is the scene that they call proverbial love making the food fight scene you can't see it 
but you can only hear it on the Dr. Zeus film podcast. Ruth and Iggy, fried green tomatoes. So what do you think? talks about in fried green tomatoes <laughs> fried green tomatoes but uh, I think of my grandfather when I say that fried green tomatoes yeah he's from Kentucky he was a Pinkerton but that's off the subject of uh, the film there's a lot going on in this film there's a lot of mystery there's a lot of intrigue Great characters, some crazy ones. I think the beach armor is probably it. It with that you get what kind of a what kind of a rebel Iggy Threadgood is, and she stands on her own, and she doesn't make any apologies for who she is. It's a it's a classic film. Released 30 years ago. And the 90s. It's hard to believe with the 90s we say that. You know? And so I, I wanted to let the ladies know. And the, and the men of the LNC that I got you. You know, in terms of these films. Is it this one? Okay, here we go. Here we go. And then she and then she goes to tell Mrs. Threadgood about it. I 
never get mad, Miss Threadgood. Never. The way I was raised, it was bad manners. Well, I got mad, and it felt terrific. I felt like I could beat the shit out of all those punks. Excuse my language. Just beat them to a pulp. Beat them till they begged for mercy. To Wanda, the Avenger. And after I, after I wipe out all the punks of this world, I'll take on the wife beaters like Frank Bennett and machine gun their genitals. <laughs> to Wanda, on the rampage. I'll put tiny little bombs in Penthouse and Playboy so they'll explode when you open them. And I'll ban all fashion models. I'll weigh less than 130 pounds. <laughs> Give half the military budget to people over 65 and declare wrinkles sexually desirable. To Wanda, writer of wrongs, queen beyond compare. How many of them hormones you taking, honey? <laughs> See, it has those scenes and read the novel too by Fanny Flagg, uh, The Whistle Stop Cafe, released in 19, was it 1987, I believe? The film, well, it's a good film. And despite, I think, what people say about the content, yeah, based on the Fanny Flag novel, Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe, released in 1987. <sighs> okay, here's something from the novel. No- the novel and the film, it's always a different thing, you know. That's something we always... uh, People say that a lot. Throughout the novel, the narrator and time period change. And the reader relies on the chapter's uh, headings to establish the date and the source of the chapter. Some of the narrations come in form of the fictional newsletter called the Weems Weekly. Other narrations come from the Threadgood's house in Birmingham. And Omni... Uh, ominiscent narrations reveal still more. The framing story set in 1986 depicts Evelyn Couch, who goes weekly with her husband to visit his mother in a nursing home. One visit, Evelyn befriends Ninny Threadgood, another resident of the same home, and who tells Evelyn stories of her youth in the whistle stop in the 1920s and succeeding years. Between subsequent visits, Evelyn assumes the protagonist of these stories as a role model. See? Interesting. So, there you have it. Fried Green Tomatoes, released in 1991. A classic. 1991, maybe we should go from there and talk about that very interesting year. That very... That was a, that was a, a year where... You, you got to remember, Thelma Louise was not really... It was controversial for its time. But those performances, Susan Sarandon and... Gina Davis, and then you have Jodie Foster in the Silence of the Lambs. You have Terminator 2, Linda Hamilton. Uh, we were a year away from Basic Instinct, Sharon Stone. And then you have Fried Green Tomatoes. Mary Stuart Masterson and... Yeah. 
What else? Oh. <laughs> it's been a long day, and sometimes, you know, we forget the names. And, and I love this. I love this actress. I really do. And the fact that, okay. Mary Louise Parker within Weeds. When is Weeds coming back? I don't know. I'm waiting. But enjoy tonight's show. Watch Fragrandomitis. Enjoy these characters. They get into your skin. There's a lot, there's a lot of drama in the film too. A lot. I mean, there's um, uh, someone's ex-husband joins the KKK. Oh God! And then you have someone loses an arm. So cancer. But at the heart of it is this beautiful relationship between Iggy and Ruth. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> 